It's been a long 18 months. It's been a long summer. It's been fits and starts trying to get things rolling again. Coming on the backside of the pandemic. And one of the, the big things that signal a return to normal is being able to get back to enjoy live performances. That had started a lot of outdoor concerts and things and a, a few indoor productions. We're seeing more of that now. And another big step forward this weekend at the Hoagland Center for the Arts with a, a truly stellar local cast putting on this show. Tickets are available. It opens tomorrow night at the Hoagland. You can go through the Hoagland website and we'll tell you other ways you can get your tickets as well. But let's now take a closer look at a production that you are definitely going to want to see. If you love the show The Crown, and who doesn't love The Crown, you are going to love the live theater experience you can have starting this weekend at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. It's called The Audience, and this was a play that was really the inspiration for the series The Crown, but it's about Queen Elizabeth and her interactions with uh, generations of British prime ministers, and we have two of the cast members here with us, uh, Mary Young, who plays Her Majesty the Queen, and Cinder Reitzman in the role of Margaret Thatcher, and welcome to both of you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, Mary, I want to I start with you. And this is, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this. You and I have been on stage together before mm-hmm. in the Rocky Horror Show, mm-hmm. uh, where you were all done of glam and <laughs> glitter and, you know, all legs and everything. And now you're the queen. And, uh, yeah, that's, I'm sure she, that's one of her private favorite movies. She, I'm sure she, you know. But she's in glam and glitter she in this time more. Yeah. She's in glam and glitter. Uh, one of the, the uh, most iconic women of the 20th century century, maybe of all time, how do you start to inhabit Her Majesty the Queen? Um, yeah, that's, that's, a, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's been very interesting. It's been a great learning experience, that's for sure. A lot of, um, you know, it's, it's been a great history lesson. I, I just spent a lot of weeks and months just um, trying to ingest as much as I could about her. Of course, watching videos and listening to tapes and recordings and to try and get a feel for how she moved and acted and talked. But like we had talked earlier that it wasn't about doing like for our characters a direct imitation. It was, you know, finding aspects of this person so that there's a familiarity, but also trying to, you know, bring in your own sort of humanity to the character. So learning a lot about who she is from very young to to where she is now at at 95 and, um, you know, what and but her, her and try to figure out how someone whose entire life has been completely public but still has a private life. And you really don't see much, if any, of that over over the, the course of time. And so what might she have been like it, being raised the way she was, having been influenced by the people in her life, losing her father way before she thought she would, and then having to ascend to the monarchy? And, and um, you know, what would that have been like? You know, so I, I think, too, about... Um, like when she was young and she became she, the coronation when she became queen and what my, what was going through her mind at that young age and um, what was I doing at 25? What was I thinking? And, and here she has this incredible responsibility that's been placed on her probably decades before she ever thought it would happen. And at the same time, she lost her father. So there's that whole mourning aspect that 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 devastation that feeling of you know, you know I, her dad's gone and 
Um, but it's just a, it's a whole different way of living and behaving and thinking and feeling. These people are just we see them as kind of otherworldly, but they're human beings and they're flawed and they have feelings and emotions. So it's trying to find ways to infuse that and make her seem really human. It's an eye-opening concept because we have been conditioned to think of the royal family as tabloid fodder and drama and, you know, harping at each other. And we've been led to believe they're really just figureheads there, the the, the crown jewels and all the money, but they're they're not running things. And yet the, the queen is interacting with the British prime minister. She's got a front row seat for these extraordinary events of the, the latter half of the 20th century. What what does that construct reveal to us about about the queen and her role in history? Um, probably more. I think she probably has more influence than we might think. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I think she definitely has more influence with the prime ministers than you think. Mm-hmm. Because and, and uh, Cinda, bring the mic a little bit oh. closer to you here. Oh, uh, Cinda Reitzman, who plays the Iron Lady, Margaret <laughs> Thatcher. Uh, and and we wouldn't think that, you know, uh, we, we also believe Margaret Thatcher. You know, she called all the shots. Uh, did anybody influence Margaret Thatcher or did she influence everyone around her? But you believe the queen did have influence. I think that. If you're a British citizen, the queen is the queen. And, mm-hmm. and I think they clashed. And I think Margaret came from nothing and, uh, and was a very strong woman to get where she was and stay where she was for so long. But I, I just think the I- iconic role of the royal family in the consciousness of British citizens is, is always there. And, uh, and to be in London, they love, they love their queen. <laughs> But I do think that the popularity of the queen influenced her prime ministers, especially as she got older. I think in the in the play, uh, Winston Churchill basically tells her, you know, you're seen and not heard. You you are a figurehead. But I think she evolves as she's gotten older. You, you, you raise a really interesting point in this in that, uh, you know, we, we would expect there might be some conflicts, some clashes. But do the prime ministers have to defer to the queen the way we think everybody has to? Uh, you know, we are not amused. So, uh, so, sorry, Your Majesty. And, and, uh, are, are they able to, to speak bluntly to her and, and have those sorts of conflicts? Well, my scene, she speaks bluntly. She's very angry with the queen. Of course, this dialogue is dialogue in a play. We don't know for sure. Uh, But as Mary said earlier, you have to take the character. You see the queen in newsreels, Margaret Thatcher in Parliament. But who is she really with two women in a a private audience? You you know, you're not coming in like you're talking to Parliament. So you have to kind of temper that. I mean, who would she be? Although she is angry in the scene. And, and Mary, this comes back to uh, again. We we believe the the queen to be sort of elevated and above it all. She is still human and and has these very real human emotions and very real concerns about her nation and her people. Yes, and that's very apparent, not just in this story that we're telling, but in who she is and the history that I looked into. She has given her life in service to the British people, and. Um, it's very, very true, and she has taken that that duty and responsibility very seriously, and has conducted herself that way her entire life. And so there's there's incredible, you know, I admire that in somebody. I don't know that that I could do that. That I would always, you know, always have to, you know, play my part because that's part of it. You talk about the prime minister's deferring to the queen. Well, the queen, her obligation is to support the prime minister, even if she doesn't agree. So 
but she did have some influence, and we know this because there were there were issues with like her husband and um, and her keeping her own name. So there were there were ways and, and others throughout the years where she did sort of assert herself and said, you know, I this is what I want, this is what I'm going to do. And and I can I can understand that I mean it's like you know, the, the whole idea that this is my name and so so she did she did take the lead several times and she did earn a lot of respect for that, um, but yeah it's it's that you know and in one scene in the play she's she's actually ill and she has always done everything she could to avoid getting ill, um, staying away from people, not shaking hands, um, considers being sick a nuis- a nuisance <laughs> right, um, and so so there is this scene which I think. I believe it was one of the reasons it, that he wrote this scene in this play was to humanize her. So you see her cranky and frustrated and not feeling well, and she has a fever. And how we all re- how do we all act when we're sick? And you know, you're snapping at people and you feel terrible. And um, so I think there's there's a lot of that that's been infused into this to make her you know seem more um, relatable. And, and human and, and and real. We're talking with Mary Young and Cinder Reitzman of the audience this weekend and next at the Hoagland Center for the Arts, a Spencer Theater Company production. Uh, and another interesting dynamic in this, of course, is that the queen is the queen, a, a woman in charge, but what is still a really patriarchal society. And with the exception of Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> uh, these are male prime ministers mm-hmm. that she's dealing with, some of them uh, household names and larger-than-life figures themselves, like Winston Churchill, Tony Blair uh, in there as well. Tell, tell me about the uh, the men in the cast, the prime ministers that uh, that the queen's interacting with. Uh, who who uh, does the queen have a, a favorite? Who's your favorite? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not supposed to. Uh, I keep all that close to my close to the vest. Um, well, yes, historically it was it was understood that she had a favorite, and and that is touched on in the play and. Um, we don't want to give anything away. Then maybe we maybe we should uh, let let, yeah, that we'll, we'll let that be a surprise. Yeah, let that be a surprise. Okay, <laughs> but 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 there is a, a favorite, a, a queen's pet prime yeah, minister. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's Margaret. No, <laughs> no. But well, the, the whole. I mean, they're great. You asked about the, the the everyone in the cast and the and the rest of the the prime ministers and, and they're they're great. It's, it's an all star cast. It really is. Yeah, and it's it's been um, we, when we talked about this um, earlier too that. Um, you know, I I'm on stage almost entirely except for one scene, and so I have these these one on ones, and there are a couple of there are two of the prime ministers where I have m- multiple scenes with them. But you know, I it, when as I sit there and I think and like every because like last night there were a couple of times and the couple of nights before that I'm like oh I I kind of fum, fumbled that line or oh I dropped that bit and I'm like I want everything to be there, you know. But then if it's, something's not there, I just I feel really confident and comfortable with all these great actors that I'm working with that they're they're there in that scene with me and we're all there to make sure that we tell this story and we get through it. So anytime anything's ever been kind of flipped or nothing catastrophic, but we get right back on track and it's so it's a great working relationship. A lot of people that we've all worked with before and so you respect one another and you're there to support one another in this this we're all here to tell this this story and make sure it's it comes off the way we planned it your veteran performers your friends but but we are in a, a new dynamic right now uh live theater is just really starting to restart again locally uh, amidst the pandemic how has covid shaped the rehearsal process how have you had to uh, to deal with that and and will it have any impact at all on the production itself well, I think, honestly, this is a perfect COVID play because there's really only two people on stage at a time. So we have had very distanced uh, rehearsals until we started doing run-throughs. Mm. Uh, we wear masks uh, backstage, and they come off when we go on stage. 
and uh, we've been very conscious of that. But the the big fear, as I mentioned earlier, is we weren't sure this was going to go. Right. You know, and so many shows were canceled last minute um, when COVID started. So we're rehearsing on this, especially Mary. This is a tour de force for her. It is a one woman show with people coming in once in a while. But and so you th- you're working on it, you're working on it, and knowing that they could pull the plug on this any minute. So we are just really excited that tomorrow is opening, and mm-hmm. we are going to go ahead with live theater. <laughs> and we, the, I, I believe I can speak for all of us. We are just thrilled and can't wait to see people out there. It's very <laughs> exciting to uh, to welcome these talented performers back to the stage, and this production in particular I know is going to grab a lot of attention. So how do people get tickets and see the audience at the Hoagland Center for the Arts this weekend and next. Well, the show is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, the Sunday shows are at four. Yeah, I was so going to mention that. Eight p.m. on Friday and Saturday 8 night. Eight p.m. on Friday and Saturday, and but, then so the following, the next week, eighth, uh, ninth, and tenth. And you can visit Spencer Theater Company um, dot com or go to the Hoagland Center for the Arts. Or call the box office at 217-523-2787. Mm-hmm. So you can buy tickets online or call the box office. But, um, yeah, either either way, you'll you'll be good to go. Friday and Saturday at 8, Sunday at 4 p.m. Remember mm-hmm. that time. And so, again, SpencerTheaterCompany.com or HCFTA.org and 217-523-ARTS, 523-2787 to see the audience. Anything else you want to make sure we, we add in all of this? I believe the audience is uh, asked to wear a mask okay. in the building. Yeah. The mandate is still yeah. going. So I think that's pretty well known. Yeah. Be, you know, be mindful of that. There will be COVID precautions there. And Absolutely. again, that's for everyone's benefit, uh, but uh, certainly nothing that should deter anyone from coming out and seeing live theater back at the Hoagland Center for the Arts with the audience, Spencer Theater Company production. Mary Young, Cinder Reitzman, thank you both so much and uh, have a wonderful couple of weekends of live performances. Thank Great you. to see you. Thank you very much.